Welcome to That Groovy Scoopcast, the go-to audio hub for all things Scooby-Doo. My name's Derek. And I'm Shannon. We're excited to kick off season four today, but we have a bit of a ghost problem at the moment. Derek, a non-material embodiment or essence or organism that is seen as a specter, wraith, or apparition has been scientifically proven to be sheer myth. In other words, there's no such thing as a ghost. Yeah, but does the ghost know that? Hey guys, welcome back. Hey. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm awesome. We're about to start season four. We got fireworks blowing up outside. and It's the 4th of July. I know. All right. Did you just hear one right now? There you yep, go. There you go. I'm not editing that one out. No, you guys are going to um, probably hear a lot of that because there's going to be a lot of it. I'm going to try my best to edit because, you know, I like to edit. I don't like to edit. I don't know why I said <laughs> that. I just lied to all of you. Lying. <laughs> <laughs> well, we wanted to first and foremost congratulate Shane Lee Miller he was our randomized winner from last season for the prize of the, the Scooby-Doo socks and those rubber bracelets because he suggested that we watch Haunted House Hang-Up for this season's review of a Scooby-Doo Where Are You episode. So again, congrats, Shane. Thank you for giving us this episode. Don't know if we really liked it. Um, Shane and I really haven't shared our thoughts with each other yet. I am curious as to why you suggested this episode. He said it's one of his favorites. I'm curious as to why it's one of your favorites. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, before we start that conversation, we are going to kick off our season four Mystery Machine match. For those who have not joined our podcast before, the Mystery Machine match is our weekly trivia competition where Shannon and I try to figure out which one of us knows Scooby-Doo better than the other. We each ask each other three trivia questions regarding Scooby-Doo in its entirety, and we just try and outsmart each other. There's another firework. I love it. Um, So, Shannon, you were the winner last season. Hell yeah. The the first two seasons, I won. So that was a pretty big deal for you, huh? Yeah. And are you thinking? We tied one season. No, we came close to tying and I beat you. That was season two. Okay. So how are you feeling about kicking off the season four one um i don't know i'm hoping after four seasons i've collected some type of knowledge but when you come down to think about it like yeah we've watched a lot of episodes yeah we've done a lot of episodes but all in all we've only seen four episodes of each series series. yeah so i really still haven't seen that much of it yeah um So I get frustrated because I'm like, we're on season four. Like, why don't I remember more? But like, we really haven't seen that much of it. So Uh, I'm hoping that I remember enough, at least for my childhood. And it is starting to come back as we do more seasons. So I'm hopeful. But it's the first episode. We'll see. All right. Well, as always, Shannon, you can ask the first question today. In the episode Wax World... Shaggy, Scooby-Doo, and Scrappy meet the villainous wax monster in what European city? Shit. There's a lot of those. (laughs) Yeah, like all of Europe. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it doesn't even give me, like, a specific country or anything like that. It's just like, um, so I want you to pick (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, Europe. It's a continent. Um, <laughs> it's a whole collection of countries. Pick a city out of it. Just Any city. Yeah. Any one. Um, Paris. No. It wasn't Paris? It was London. Ah. Uh, that was dumb. I didn't like that <laughs> one. <laughs> well, here is your first question. Scooby Dumb is Scooby Doo's uncle or cousin? Cousin. Yes, you're correct. We just talked we just about talked that. About this. <laughs> yeah, because we were talking about that Scooby Dumb yeah. fung over there on my shelf. Actually, just a couple minutes ago, we Literally, talked about not this. Not even kidding. <laughs> if I got that wrong, I'd be really worried. Uh, yes, me too. <laughs> What's your next question for me? Charles Roven, one of the producers of the Scooby Doo movie, also produced what George Clooney movie? Three Kings or Ocean's Eleven? I don't know anything about anything. They didn't just remake it. So the Three Kings? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That was actually helpful. Because <laughs> that's like, I know, like, you just watched the new one or you, we talked I've about the I've heard about it, yet. yes. Um, okay, here's your next question. In the Scooby-Doo movie, whose body does Fred's soul go into when he can't get into his own? I'll give you a little bit of a hint. It's the initial time that he goes into like someone's Like the first body. time? Yeah, because they all switch bodies. Like... Okay, so then isn't it Velma? No, it was Daphne. Oh, okay, because see, I knew it was one of them because I remember him like being like, oh, I have boobs. Yeah, it was Daphne because he was just like, I can look at myself naked. Yeah. And I'm like, great. <laughs> but I knew that like Velma was one of the first people that like they found. Well, no, because she was possessed by one of the demons in that. That's what it was. Yeah. That's where I was thinking. Okay. I don't know. Uh, what's your last question for me today? Dusk, one of the hex girls from Scooby-Doo and the Witch's Ghost, plays what instrument? Drums or the keyboard? She plays the drums. Yes. Here is your last question. Where does the gang encounter the spooky space kook? An airfield or a shipyard? No, we haven't seen this one yet. It's a classic. I mean, I don't know. A shipyard. Nope, it was an airfield. They were on an Air Force base. I don't think I've ever seen that episode. I'm going to be 100% honest. I don't know. It's In my opinion, it's not really a special episode. I don't know. Well, it looks like today I'm finishing off with two points and you got one. So. Woohoo. Yay. <laughs> we'll see what this season has to offer in terms of the Mystery Machine match. Ready to move on to our review of Haunted House Hangout? Of course. Okay. Our premise for today's episode is coming from Scoobypedia. Mystery Inc. is headed to a rock festival down some deserted back roads when they run into a farmer who warns them about a haunted mansion up ahead. They head up to the mansion where a headless specter roams the grounds, and the gang must find out who is behind it and why. So, initial thoughts on the episode? Confusing? Why? I mean, not confusing, but just, like, random. Like, there was just a lot of random stuff that happened. It's weird because I feel like the gang spends most of the episodes separated. Yeah. Which I'm is something, about it. like, we complain about that when we watch, like, the Scooby-Doo movies. Yeah. So it was weird. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think, in my opinion, the episode was just overall kind of uneventful. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, like... Whenever I think back to this episode, I can't think of anything that really ever happens in it other than when um, Scooby Shaggy and the Hella Spectre are floating on the balloons out of the well. Yeah. That's the only thing I can ever remember. But, like, 
I don't hold a lot of, like, resentment towards the episode. I just don't think it's that memorable of one. Yeah. Like, I mean, it. I don't... I'm not mad at the episode. It's just... I don't think it's anything special. The first thing we see is the Haunted Mansion itself. This is where we're going to be spending today, you know, and or you know, tonight. Yeah. yeah. The house looks like shit because everything in the Scooby-Doo Where Are You universe looks like shit. It does. It looks so run down, so just gross. Um, It then, like, zooms in and we see, like, a candle. Well, it looks like an orb at first and then, like... Yeah, and then you see, see that the candle. Yeah. There's like an eerie white hand holding it. And then it like zooms out a little bit and we see that it's just this headless guy walking around his house. It doesn't even zoom out. It actually just does a weird like green screen transition kind of yeah. thing that just slides across the screen. Yeah, the, transaction, the transitions were weird. Didn't they do that in the Tiki Scares No Fair episode two? Yeah. Like is like, that just a season two where are you thing? Like They just used PowerPoint to make these. You know, PowerPoint wasn't a thing, but yeah, it's the same idea. <laughs> um, I don't know. But then, like, also the Headless Spectre, you know, he just kind of stops. He's holding his candle. And then he just starts, like, fanning himself. Yeah. I'm like, okay. are you hot, dude? Like, turn on a fan. Like, that's cool. Put out your candle, you know? Because that's heat. <laughs> Change your outfit. Because you're headless. It's like and- midnight <laughs> and you're in a suit. But, you know, lots of ways you can get around that. We cut to the gang. They are on their way to this music festival. A rock music festival. I know. And, you know, the premise said that they're, like, taking the back streets and everything like that. And it's like, why? <laughs> because they're really not afraid of anything. So, like, why not? So, Scooby and Shaggy are, like, in the back of the van. And they're playing instruments. And I had two questions. One... Are they performing in this rock festival? I asked the same thing. Like, in my notes, I asked, are Scooby and Shaggy performing? And then also, my question is, if they are, why? Because they suck. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and also, like, they're both playing the drums, right? I didn't write down what they played. Yeah, I know. All I remember is that Scooby was banging his drumsticks on Shaggy's head, because that's fine. I don't know. It was weird. I mean, the rest of the gang is chilling and, you know, they're enjoying the music for a reason. Uh, Velma and Daphne were, like, smiling and nodding along, and they were enjoying it. Yeah. Fred says that they don't know where they are, because typical Fred doesn't know where the fuck he okay. ever is, ever. I do want to pause to, like, talk shit about Fred real quick. Can we please? Because I always <laughs> because, want to talk shit about Fred. Because, like, okay, Fred, so you don't know where you are. Later in this episode, we find out you're almost out of gas. And also, later on in this episode, your car overheats and you're stranded by a haunted house. You did this to yourself. Like, Like, what the fuck? Okay. What was his long-term goal (laughs) here? Like, because he doesn't know where he is. They don't have cell phones. What the fuck are you going to do? Fred literally reminds me of you and me when we used to go on, like, just stupid road trips all the time. In high school, yes. And, like, I guess they are in high school, so, like... This is just them being, like... But this is also a different time period, no, too. I know. Because they don't know where they are. They but, don't like, have, like, Google thing. Maps or it anything. It reminds me of the time that we went on the road trip, and you were like, oh, we're almost out of gas. And then we passed that gas station. We were like, oh, we're gonna... Because it was creepy looking. And we were like, oh, we'll see if there's another one. And there, and there wasn't. wasn't. So we turned around and went there. And the girl was like, oh, yeah, we're the only gas station for, like, 50 miles either way. And we were like, well, fuck, I'm glad we stopped. Like, that's what this reminds me of. It's just, like... Fred, like, come on, man. (laughs) Um, They do stop because they see a sign. They think the sign is going to indicate where they are. Maybe the the sign is, like, broken and laying on the ground. And it's covered in bushes. Like, how did you see this sign? Because it's also nighttime. (laughs) (laughs) Like, so 
they stop, Shaggy pokes his head out and he says that he hopes that it's not an ad for shaving cream. I'd like to know the joke behind that because it is it just funny. saying that Shaggy doesn't like to shave? Like, is he just a dirty person? I mean, yeah. Yes, I guess. I mean, <laughs> we've joked before that you know he does drugs. You know, like poi. Um, he's a dirty wizard. Um, we also watched you know, an episode last season where they got arrested for marijuana. And he barks at people. He does bark at people. <laughs> so, so I mean, I guess shaving cream being something he doesn't want to be around isn't that far fetched. I guess not. So they're well, all into the long list of weird things. They're all out of the van now. They're trying to read the sign. It doesn't say anything because it's not legible because I'm I'm not surprised. Also, Shaggy's face disappeared. Yeah, okay, so a man appears with a lantern. Daphne identified him. He's like, there's someone coming. Like, can we not? <laughs> Which, like, same. Yeah, right. Because, again, they're not, they don't know where they are. It's they're the middle teenagers. of the night. They're teenagers. Um, but, yeah, there was a point where, like, it zoomed out, and Shaggy's whole face was just gone. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, this is fine. Scooby-Doo, where are you? Being Scooby-Doo, where are you? I wrote that Scooby and Shaggy hate him, and I don't know why. I, this is something I wrote down. I, I wrote Shaggy and Scooby hate him, I think. I don't know what I was thinking when I wrote I that. I don't know, because I don't know when they, like, acknowledge that. Um, But Vama asks who this man is. His name is Asia Shanks. And he explains that, you know, he's, like, from the area. Fred asks him for the nearest directions to this one, like, interstate that they're supposed to take in order to get to the festival. Yeah. Asia says that there are two ways to get there. There's going to be a fork up the road. You can either take... The left, which is going to be the long way around, or you take the right, which is the short way. Can and we like, also talk about the fact that he was basically just like, so you're going to go straight and then there's going to be a fork in the road. Yeah. And then that was it. Like, that was all he was willing to say. And then Velma, Velma had, had to ask him yeah. more questions. I'm like, so like, when we get to the fork of the road, which like, way do we, do we take? Yeah. It was just like, um, what do we do yes. then? It's <laughs> just like, oh, right. <laughs> That's also part of the directions. Um, they do say they're going to take the short way because, you know, they're trying to get to this festival. And he's and like, well. And they're almost out of gas. And they're almost out of gas. And he's like, well, I'm, I would suggest that you take the long way, you know, if I were you. And they're like, why? And he's like, well, there's a haunted mansion if you turn right. It's like. Oh, cool. Like, like why, did, why did you even mention it then? Like, yeah. just say that to take the left. Just be like, just They don't the, know. No, they're not from the area. They don't have a map. And then also keep in mind, like, if if he had said that to any other person on the planet, they would have been like, okay, we'll take the long way. Right, because they're not it, mystery solvers. Yeah, but you literally said it to the worst possible group of kids where they were like, haunted house. Like, they all got a boner yeah. right now just thinking about it. They were just like, mm. Well, you know, it's it's funny because they weren't initially even going to take that way because they get to the fork later on and they flip a coin for it. Yeah. You know? But, um... Aside from that, you they know... They actually flipped bologna with mustard for it. Oh, right. But before we get to that, <laughs> I just wanted to say, you know, because Asia also explains that the, the mansion is haunted by the Headless Spectre. It's interesting because the Headless Spectre is the 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 supernatural presence in the episode. Yeah. However, it's not a villain, technically. Asia is our villain, technically, for the episode. Yeah. Um, we'll explain, you know, as the episode goes on. But in my mind, because we watched this episode, what, three times? Yes. Yeah. And it wasn't until the third watching where I'm thinking about it. I'm like, so wait. Asia's, like, explaining to the gang the existence of the Headless Spectre. And he's not bringing it up because he's trying to scare them. You know, as in, like, I like he's thinking he's secretly thinking, I'm the Headless Spectre. Like, don't go to the house. Yeah. Like, he genuinely evidently thinks that the Headless Spectre is a thing. I mean, and I, if you think about it, 
every like city or like small town, whatever, like has a little folklore. Mm-hmm. And if you're a native and like that's all you've known your whole life, like you're probably gonna believe it. But it's not that new of a legend either, I from mean, what I can tell. How long? What was? Uh, because the person who it turns out to be the Hella Specter, um, what's his name? Because the folklore started. Bef- like when the guy died, right? No, that was just the riddle to find the treasure. The headless specter was invented by Penrod Stillwall, the the descendant of oh. Jefferson. Yeah, no, that wasn't created by Jefferson. Okay. So the headless specter is relatively new. Okay. So like, I don't know how long the headless specter has been around, but it's a newer thing. And I'm imagining that Asia only knows about it because he's also in the house fucking shit up with his axe. Yeah. You know? Um, I noted that Asia, for some reason, blows out his lantern. Even yeah. though, like, he walked up with his lantern already lit. So, like, are you just going to walk home in the dark? <laughs> like, like, it's okay. dark. <laughs> and, he, and he walks away. And, and they do this fades weird into thing where nothing. He fades. And he's just gone. It's like he's a ghost. And it's like... Spoopy. Great. Ooh, yeah. Spoopy whoopy. Um, but the gang decides that when they get to the fork, they don't have a coin or anything. So Shaggy takes a piece of bologna... He spreads some mustard on one side, and whatever side it lands on, based on, you know, the mustard, is the way they're going to go. I think it was <laughs> the mustard was that they go right, Yeah, he they was take like, the shorter way. He goes mustard up, they go right. And must- I eat it. <laughs> and I eat it. Or mustard down, we go left, and I eat and it. And I eat it. Velma's pissed about this. Yeah, she's just she's like... like the stupid logic. I'm going to go with it, but I'm not happy about it. He flips it, and when it lands, Scooby eats it. Because, of course, um, Scooby's nose now has the mustard on it. So they kind of just accept that as being the mustard up. And well, they and, take the right way. And also, Fred kind of just, like, vetoed everything and was like, well, we're going the short way because we're almost out of gas. He was secretly hoping. Yeah. Like He was just like, I'm going to let you do whatever, and then I'm going to veto because we're almost out of gas. He didn't even need to veto. He could have just been the tiebreaker because Daphne and Velma wanted yeah. to go the right way, and Shaggy and Scooby wanted to go the left. So, yeah. like, Fred, just tiebreak. You didn't need to flip a coin. No, you could have just, like, not been an asshole. They, you know, now they're continuing on the, the short path. They're low on gas. And now the van is just suddenly overheating. <laughs> There's just steam filling the entire van. And then Fred... So, like, this is an unrelated problem yeah. on the fact that you're low on gas. Like, the van's just being a piece of shit right now. Which we know the van is old. Yes. So, like, not surprised, but still disappointed. <laughs> Apparently the engine is in the back of the mystery machine in this even, episode. Yeah, but even though we've, like... Seen the back of the mystery machine. Several times, even in this series where they open it from the back and that's not where the engine is. Well, and also like Scooby and Shaggy were just in the sitting back, back there. Right. <laughs> um, Fred says, hey, well, can you go get some water for Old Faithful here? Like, come on, let's cool it down. I'm like, okay, well, it's not going to fix your gas problem. No, like you're still out of gas. Well, and also I love the fact that he called mystery machine Old Faithful because... Like, yeah, she's old, but she's not very faithful no. because she she just broke down on you. Like, well, it's Fred's fault. It's not really the man's fault because Fred's just not good at taking care of his like, car. Like, Fred, you need to go get an oil change. You need to, <laughs> you know, get a car wash. Get your car together, man. Yeah. So I just wrote down, let's just trespass on someone's property and steal water from his well. It's fine. Yeah. You know, because they end up stopping in front of the haunted mansion. Not really realizing that it's the Haunted Mansion, but incidentally, that's where they stop, because of course. Um, so Shaggy goes to get the water. They go to the well. 
And while they're pulling up the water, that's when a ghost floats out of the well and it scares them. And, you know, we'll later find out it's just a balloon underneath a sheet. But Shaggy and Scooby lose their shit and they hop in this, like, it was like a trough or something. Mm -hmm. And they end up, like, just running it into the front of the mystery machine and it just breaks apart. Which, of course. Um, They bring the rest of the gang over to the well to show them where the ghost was and they all look like down in the well and Velma's like oh guess what we figured a Scooby ghost <laughs> which I assume like I, I want to like believe that that's what they just call like fake ghosts it's just <laughs> oh it's it's Scooby ghost you're just seeing things Shaggy was just like it was really here and that's when Velma just goes full-on fucking scientific she goes off like you guys heard our intro so that's how she responds to Shaggy she's like Shaggy, the existence and embodiment and, you know, of any kind of organism or apparition and blah, blah, blah. It's been scientifically proven to be a myth and just goes on. I know that when she's going on, Daphne's just looking at her like, shut the fuck up. Like, I'm over it. Yeah. I am too. Like, Daphne, I completely agree with you. It's just, I loved Fred and Daphne's face throughout this entire episode. They had a lot of funny moments. Because it was just... Daphne, I felt like they weren't as interested in her animation because there were times where, like, Fred and Velma would walk away and Daphne Daphne would just just be, like, still standing there. Or, like, Daphne would just be, like, really still with her mouth just wide open. And it was just, like, what is happening? Right. Yeah. And then a lot of times Fred just looked, like, bored or pissed off. Like, their Mm -hmm. facial Their facial expressions were really funny. They were great. Daphne identifies a light in the mansion and... (laughs) Oh, <laughs> this is what I wrote. I wrote, Daphne identifies light in the mansion after Velma woman-splains the non-existence of ghosts. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so, they enter the house. So, now they're they're breaking and entering. Yes. I mean, they knocked first, at least. I mean, never mind. That's fine. They enter, and all they see is a candle just chilling on the table in the living room. It starts floating. And chasing them. Yep. What irritates me is at the end of the chase, like, they all run into this room, and then Scooby, like, turns around and blows the candle out, and I'm Mm -hmm. like, no one thought to do that, (laughs) like, when it first started chasing you? I wrote down that Velma says, very matter-of-factly, that ghosts don't need candles. I mean, can ghosts see in the dark? I'm not a ghost, I don't know. (laughs) I'll let you know when I die. Okay, thanks. BRB. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so they're in this room. They're hiding from that candle. Shaggy and Scooby find a portrait of a man named Jefferson Stillwall. His name's like on the bottom on the frame. And he is pointing to his right in the, in the, in the portrait. Yeah. Um, so like, I wonder what he's pointing at. And Shaggy's like, like trying to point and like figure out where it is, even though he's pointing in the completely wrong direction. Um, but when they look back, now the man's head is gone. How? I don't know. It's also never explained. I mean, you know, we we do learn that it was something that um, the the descendant of Jefferson Stillwall was doing. Like, he did rig it to do that, but he didn't say how. I would love to know how. Like, yeah. did the portrait just, like, do, like, a flip or something? Like, I would love to know. My next note was that Daphne is actually useless in this episode. I don't know why I wrote that. <laughs> I mean, okay, I'm, you know that I do love Daphne. Um, she is. Yeah, where are you, Daphne, is awful. Because they just, they're very uninterested in her. Mm -hmm. 
they do try to like show Daphne and the rest of the gang like that that portrait. Yeah. And uh of the course head the head is back. back because naturally. And then while they're like gonna continue looking throughout the house, because I think they're starting to hear a noise throughout yeah, the house. Yeah, it's like a banging or a, knocking a or banging something. Sound, yes. Um we do cut and see the headless specter. He knows that they're in the house now. And he walks through like this like hallway behind the walls he enters a different room and he pulls out a box and he does this little laugh because that's really all he does so the gang follow the banging sound to this one room they open it and all they see in the room is that box um so they approach it they're all looking at the box like what's in it and fred's like do we have any volunteers on who wants to open it and shaggy like tickles scooby's ear in order to trick scooby into raising his paw yeah because he's a fucking asshole right um so the rest of the gang's like, oh, yay, good going, Scooby. Hooray for Scooby. You're our hero. They're all jerks to this Yeah, dog. I hate them. Um, he opens the box very hesitantly, and he finds a head. And they're all just, like, so whatever about it. Except Scooby, who faints. Yeah. He falls back and faints. I probably would have done the same, given the lore that I've heard about this house. If I knew that there was, like, a headless guy just wandering around somewhere, and I found a box with a head in it, like... Yeah, that'd freak me out, too. After also seeing a floating candle and a portrait whose head just goes missing sometimes. And like, a ghost in the well. And that. I mean, yeah, I would also be terrified. <laughs> also, can we talk about, because, like, the um, the ghost in the well was the was a completely separate guy, wasn't it? No, it was just the headless specter fucking with them. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, because those were just balloons down Helium in that was, little wine cellar. I didn't know underneath. if that was, like, um... Asia or not. No, I'm pretty sure that was Pendleton. Okay. Um, so they look at the head a little further and they realize it's just a wooden head. It's not real. Um, it's made to look like Jefferson Stillwall, the person in the painting that they saw just a moment ago. Um, so they're wondering, like, okay, so someone put this here to scare us. Like, yeah. this was very intentional. Whatever they're trying to do, they clearly don't want us here. Um, did they start hearing a banging noise again? Or I think so. were they just going to. I, whatever the case, they just continue looking throughout the house. Before they do this, though, Shaggy tries to revive Scooby from his fainting by giving him a Scooby snack. I wrote that Scooby breaks the fourth wall because he kind of, like, winks at the audience. Yeah. Um, just something silly. He does come back. He's fine. But when they go out of the room and they start, like, trying to, you know, follow his footprints that they've now found, the footprints divide into two separate tracks. One foot going one way and the other foot going the other. Okay, Shaggy makes a comment saying something along the lines of like, I've seen a guy, I've seen someone do the splits before, but this is something totally different. Mm -hmm. It's never talked about ever again. No, because we do know that like the floating candle and the, the painting, those are rigged, like. Yeah, we also we, we, know, like, the helium balloon ghost. Like, we don't know how they're doing it to an extent, but we know that someone has taken responsibility for that. Yeah. we also The footprints, I don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, because we also found out that the head in the box is, is also fake, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, the footprints are the only, like, loose string that we still have. I would love to know how he did it. There's a real ghost in the house. It, it very well could be. Jefferson forgot to wipe his feet on, on the way <laughs> Um, so they decide to split up to follow the track. So Shaggy, Scooby, and Velma, they take the left track, and Fred and Daphne take the right. Uh, Fred and Daphne go to fuck somewhere. We don't see them for a while, so we have a whole chase scene. Without them. Without them, so yeah, they very well could have been doing that. 
Um, so Shaggy, Scooby, and Velma go into this dark room. They don't turn on the lights for reasons. They close the door in this dark room. Because same. Yeah. And they're all like, ooh, it's dark in here. Like, maybe we should just go back. Shaggy makes the comment of, what did he say? I feel like someone spilled ink all over me and then let me loose in a coal Coal mine. mine. I'm like, I don't know what that means, Shaggy. (laughs) I don't understand, but sure. (laughs) Same. Um, So they decide to start grabbing each other's hands just so they don't lose each other. And they're walking out of the room. When they go back into the hallway... Um, you now see that Shaggy and Velma are each holding one of the Headless Spectre's hands. And you said that you saw Velma, like, holding out her hand as if she was trying to grab Scooby's Yeah, but she paw, was, but... like, okay, so she had her hand out, like, she was maybe, like, gonna grab his collar or something. But then, like, you could very clearly see her hand, like, like she wasn't bobbing. Yeah, she all. wasn't touching him at all. And I was just, like, weird, but okay, like, sure. So, you know, now the Headless Spectre is here. They all freak out. And it begins a chase scene. Um, a lot of stuff happens. Something we've mentioned in the season two of Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Is this is when we first start to get the music chase scenes. Yeah. Um, this one, I think, I believe the name of the song is just like Love the World or yeah. something like that. It's very hippie-ish. Um, I'll insert a bit of the track, you know, right here. enjoyed that <laughs> um but yeah they do a bunch of antics throughout the house they're hiding underneath sheets in a bed um, um no 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 they were not hiding under the sheets in the bed they put pillows in because place of the them. headless guy like starts jumping up and down on top of the pillows like if they really had been under there they'd be dead um they hide in the kitchen at one point uh they run past a fireplace and he pops up out of the fireplace don't yeah. know how he did that that was weird um Basically, it ends with them, like, falling in a well. Yeah, they, like, turn around, like, this spinning wheel thing. They make it into a bike. They drive it right out the window onto a power line. They fall into the well. It's a lot of good fun. So now they're just chilling in the bottom of the well. Shaggy is screaming his head off because he thinks he's drowning, even though the water is not even knee-high. And he, like, leans on the wall and accidentally finds, like, a secret passageway. Yeah, and then he's mad about it. Thelma's like, oh, look, it's a secret passageway. And Shaggy's just like, uh-oh. <laughs> I'm like, you found a way out, dude. Right. Like, otherwise you're stuck in this well. Like, like you stay here. <laughs> so they decide to go in. We cut to Daphne and Fred. They just finished fucking. And Daphne opens this drawer to, like, this desk or something. And she's like, look, Fred, it's this weird old book. Even though it's next to another book. Yeah, they there's don't pick two up. books sitting there. <laughs> It's like, I don't know what's weird about this one other than it's blue and the other's red, but okay. I want to know what was in the red book. Turns out it's a diary. It's a really old diary, too. It's from 1822. July 2nd, or July 12th, 1822 was the last entry. Entry. Um, so you wrote down what it said, right? Marching men in a single file hide the secret. Still wall shows the way. So it's a riddle. They don't really know what it's to yet. They decide to go and try and find the others, and Fred just trips over a rug and reveals a trap door. 
This house is full of trap doors and stuff. Also, like, Fred's irritating. Because, like, they're walking and then he was just like, oh, and, like, tripped over it. Was just like, oops. And then he opens it up and he goes, okay, be careful. And then Daphne falls down the stairs and he was like, I said be careful. And I'm like, Fred, two seconds ago, you freaking tripped over a rug. So, like, fuck off. Right. While they're down there, they are in that, they're in the cellar. Yeah. And they hear voices and footsteps up ahead. They grab some jars. They're going to beat the fuck out of somebody. Yeah. Um, but it turns out it's actually Shaggy, Velma, and Scooby coming from the well tunnel that they just found. Um, so they've all regrouped. Fred gives Velma the diary so that she can kind of look at the, the riddle that's in it. Uh, they decide that the riddle has something to do with that portrait that we just saw a little bit ago of still while pointing. So they go back to the painting. Well, and also when they're in the cellar and they all meet back up, that's when we learn about the helium. Oh, that's right. Yes. So Um, Shaggy and Scooby thought it was food. Yeah. So basically like um, Fred and Daphne were going to smash these glass bottles on the rest of the gang Mm -hmm. and uh, Shaggy and Scooby got excited. They thought it was food. So they started eating it and it turned out it was helium balloons. So that's when like we know that the ghost that they saw earlier was a helium balloon. Yeah. So they go to investigate that painting. They're looking around the room. They're not really sure what's going on. They realize that the painting where it is is pointing out the window at, like, this greenhouse that's off on the side of the house. Yeah. Fred very rudely just makes Shaggy and Scooby go out there. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so they do. They go out there, and they find a flytrap lily. They decide to give it a snack, a Scooby snack, just to see how it likes it. And it wants more than a Scooby snack. It wants Shaggy. It wants to eat. Yep. So they end up getting away. Scooby, like, lands in the Headless Spectre's arms and, you know, it laughs because that's what all it does. Um, <laughs> that's all it does. It's not that threatening of a monster, in my opinion. The Headless Spectre. No, not really. So they run out. They end up back in the wine cellar. And Shaggy's like, I don't know why we came back down here. I'm like, I don't know why you came back down there either. Also, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that, like, they fell back down the well. Like, so that's they how they got there. down the well. Yeah, like, I'm... Because... I don't think that they, like, went back inside the house and down the trap door. Like, I'm pretty sure they just jumped back down the well and ended up in the cellar. I know that they know the existence of the trap door now, but, But, yeah, yeah because they were already outside, like, from the greenhouse. Mm-hmm. I don't think they ran back and, like, I'm pretty sure they just jumped down the well. Um, so they decide, because the Headless Spectre has found them, they're going to use the balloons to float out of the well to get away from it. So maybe they did run down the trap door, because then why wouldn't they just run out the trap? I, I, don't, I don't know. know. It's weird. Anyway, they're now in the air. They have successfully floated on their balloons to get out of the well. They look really weird on the balloons. So does the Headless Spectre when it turns out he is also now floating on a balloon. Yeah. So they're like screaming their heads off. I would be too. I mean, I'm a thousand feet up in the air and there's also (laughs) a Headless Spectre like trying to kill me. Like I'd be a little nervous. Fred, Daphne, and Velma walk out of the house and Fred's like, Oh, shit. Like, there actually is a Headless Spectre. And I didn't really realize it until this point. It's like, yeah, actually, Fred and Daphne haven't ever seen it yet. No, because they were off fucking for half the episode. Right. Um, The Headless Spectre gets close to Shaggy. He kicks Shaggy's balloon into (laughs) Scooby's. And Scooby's goes and it, like, gets punctured by this, like, pointy compass thing that's on top of the It's one of those, like, yeah, it's one of those, um, like, chicken wind I don't know Mill what they're things. called. It, it shows, like, what direction the wind is blowing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what those things are called. But anyway, his balloon gets popped. He ends up flying backwards into Shaggy, who then goes back and flies into the Headless Spectre. They all land in a chicken coop. 
the chickens break their fall. I'm assuming <laughs> some chickens died. Um, yeah. So I just think it's funny that the very first instance that Fred and Daphne see the headless specter, it's caught. It's like, oh, it was <laughs> an accident too, right? Yeah. Um, so they learn that the headless specter is actually Penrod Stillwall. He is a descendant of Jefferson Stillwall. He explains that he is the great-great-grandson of him. And he invented the legend of the Headless Spectre to scare people away while he is trying to find this treasure that Evelyn was left behind for his family. So he's not doing anything bad. I mean, yeah. He just doesn't want people trespassing on his property, which people are doing. Yeah. And, you know, he's like, just get the fuck out of my house. Like, leave me alone. And I mean, alone. that's fair because, like, he's hunting for, essentially, his treasure. Like, mm-hmm. it's not, you know... It's not like he's trying to steal it or whatever. Like, it's... It's his. It's, it's his. rightfully his. Yeah, he's just trying to find it. And he's trying to do it, like, on his own property, on his own time. And, like, people just keep showing up and he's like, can you maybe not? Yeah. I mean, I feel like I would have just called the police first before anything. Because he's also hearing banging in the house. Yeah. So he knows someone else is in it. And he thought it was the gang. And that's why he was terrorizing the gang the whole time. Yeah. Um. Turns out it was an axe man. Yes. Um, before we get to the Axeman, though, I had a couple notes. Penrod says that he did rig those candles in the painting. Doesn't say how he did it. And also, Velma and Daphne, they're like, well, we'll help you find the treasure if you want. And, like, we don't want the money. And I'm like, why? Right. <laughs> I'm well, like, what? And even, like, at the end, because, spoiler alert, they do find the money. Even at the end, he's like, how can I repay you? And they're just like, eh, you know, no big deal. And it's just like... Give me half of that. Money. I just want so much money. (laughs) Like, dude, I did most of the work here. Right. So they hear the banging again now. So they decide to go back into the house and figure out what's going on. So Fred and Shaggy, they go up into the attic. They find this man. You can clearly see his blue jeans. Mm -hmm. And he um, has like a white sheet over him to make him look like a ghost and he's just whacking at this wall with an axe i also and, loved how cheap his ghost costume was like yes. he just went in the house and cut up some sheets and then like grabbed an axe my problem though with this guy is he has not seen the diary so he doesn't have the clue as to like where the treasure is so he's so just, he's just randomly just hacking this house apart yeah what a fucking idiot um, like, I just show up to your house with an axe and just start fucking... I'm looking for treasure. I'm just going <laughs> to cut open your walls. Um, so Fred whistles to get his attention. He I sees him. Why. Right. And he's just like... Rrr! He drops his axe and chases after them. Which, something scarier would be if they were being chased by an axe man. I mean, I get, you know, it's a kid's cartoon. They're probably not going to do that. But I think it would have been a lot more scary if he did because he had the axe in in his hand. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they run out of the house. Velma and Daphne are right outside the door. And they pull up a rope real quick to trip him. Yeah. Um, the ghost guy, he trips. He flies into a column. And the column collapses. I'm concerned how fragile that column is. Because it just falls I mean, the whole house apart. is falling apart, to be honest. I so. guess so. I get, you know, you have a good point there. That's true. <laughs> So it turns out the ghost is Asia Shanks, the guy that we met at the beginning of the episode with the lantern. He is Penrod's greedy neighbor, Mm -hmm. as Penrod said. So he's greedy somehow otherwise, I suppose. Don't know how. And he, yeah, like, it was pretty self-explanatory. Like, he's just looking throughout the house trying to find the the treasure. 
and it turns out Scooby finds the bag full of cash in in the column. Yeah. So again, like he asks, you know, how can I repay you? And I think it was Shaggy was just like, just point us to the nearest pizza place. Mm-hmm. I looked at Derek and I was like, I hope that he bought their pizza. Because they were eating a pizza when they yeah. were driving in the next Two scene. Two huge pieces. They were big. Yeah, it was a big pizza. Uh, so then Daphne brings up a great point of, so, you know, I guess Velma thought that it was in the pillar. And so they were like, but, you know, what about the picture or whatever? So these great Scooby-Doo writers are going to chop it up to someone moved the picture. Right, because the painting was supposed to point in the direction of the column. Yeah. I'm assuming based on what we saw from the house that the the painting was originally in the living room where we first saw that candle. Yeah. Because then it would have been pointing out the front door and that column was directly outside the front door. Yeah. I'm assuming that's where it was, I guess. Um, I really wish that they wouldn't have just chalked it up to, oh, someone moved it at some point. Because the thing is, like, they still could have used the same, like, little poem thing that they did in the journal. They could have just left out Still Wall Shows the Way and just left it as, like, marching men in a single file hide the secret. It would have been maybe cool if, like, they found the diary and for some reason, like, part of the page was ripped out or something. Yeah. Like, maybe Asia kind of had an idea of where it was and yeah. he took what he thought was important out of the riddle when it turns out he needed the whole thing or something. I don't, I don't know. We're just speculating on how it could have been better. But yeah, it kind of just chalks it up to, oh, well, it just, it was moved. It, it was just moved. And that's, I wrote down that that kind of just negates the entire significance of the painting itself. Yeah. That it was moved. It's like, okay. All it really did then was just scare the shit out of Shaggy and Scooby when the head went missing. Well, and also, what was the point of making the head missing? I think it was just to, um... Scare people? Well, no, I think it was just supposed to amplify the legend of the Headless Spectre itself. Yeah. You know, because the way, uh, Pendle... I keep calling him Pendleton. His name is Penrod. Um, because the way Penrod was dressed as the Headless Spectre, he was dressed in the same clothes as Jefferson Stillwell was in his portrait, which I guess is supposed to, you know, make people think that the Headless Spectre is Jefferson Stillwell. I don't know why he's missing his head. I would love to know that story. Um. He was a witch. Yeah, let's just go with that. Um, so that just concludes the episode. That was Haunted House Hang-Up. Shannon, after all of that, what was your rating on the Scooby Snackometer for it? I gave it a three. Okay. Talk it out. I just wasn't impressed. No. No. I I mean, it was, like, okay, but really, like, nothing significant. Um, All the clues kind of led to nothing. Um, You know, the candle chasing the gang was mm-hmm. kind of pointless. Uh, You know, the head missing in the painting was kind of pointless uh you know obviously the poem that we find in the diary isn't helpful the head in the box like i get that like if somebody's like poking around and they find that that'd be scary uh the footprints are never explained you know the axe man asia uh hiding under like a cheap sheet was kind of stupid uh, helium balloons in the well, I will say, are kind of interesting, but I don't know, like, it's just, there were so many random things, too, just, like, the greenhouse with the man-eating plant, and, like, it, just the chicken coop. 
It kind of made me laugh, though, because the house is falling apart so significantly, and Penrod is keeping chickens and plants alive. Yeah, he's staying there, I think. Yeah, so it was just, it's very, like, odd to me that, like, you can keep up with chickens and with plants, and, like, plants are hard sometimes, Mm -hmm. and you're also searching for a treasure and also, like, not cleaning up the house at all. (laughs) He's ignoring it by keeping his head underneath (laughs) his shirt. (laughs) Because, like... If you think about it, if he had been paying attention, like, if he had been just, um, keeping up with the house and making it, you know, decent, uh, he would have replaced those, like, rods in the, um, on the porch. Oh, the columns. Yeah, Yeah, he would have replaced the columns, and when they replaced them, he would have found the money ages ago, you know? So, I don't know, it was just, there was a lot of, like, pointless stuff and just stuff that didn't really impress me, um, but I, again, like, I didn't hate it i'm not mad at it but i'm just like i'm gonna give it a three okay i'm actually going a little higher than you i'm giving it a five okay i think the reason why i'm going with a five as my neutral rating for the episode is because it's not great it's nothing impressive um you know we've seen impressive where are you episodes now where we've seen like jeepers of the creeper yeah um with this episode i think that while there was a mystery it just didn't really have a lot of things going for it to where the clues lined up with what was actually going on anymore. Um, you know, kind of like what you said, where the painting was moved. So, like, what's the point of the signif- what, what's the significance of the painting now? Yeah. Um, you know, because then it makes the riddle not mean anything. And um, not to mention the fact that the lore of the Headless Spectre is completely independent of the actual villain, which is interesting in my opinion. I think that's what's catching me and making me... Because I, I originally wanted to give this episode a four. Mm-hmm. But I think what's giving me... The idea to give it a five is that it kind of does the bait and switch where the villain, the quote unquote villain, the supernatural presence of the episode being the headless specter isn't actually the person going to jail today. Yeah. Um, It's, you know, some other unrelated person who evidently has bought into the legend of the headless specter himself. But I do think that there are some lazy parts in this episode, too, that doesn't really justify it going any higher than a five. So, I mean, that, that's my opinion. I don't think it's a bad episode. It's just kind of a, this is what it is. Yeah. 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 So with your three, my five, we are going to award Haunted House Hang Up a four out of ten on the Scooby Snackometer. All right. So you ready for a fun fact? Of course. Um, it's actually about this episode. This is the very first time where the villain of the episode was not the monster. Yeah. It's not that impressive of a fun fact, I guess, but neither is this episode. So, <laughs> um, But yeah, um, it was the very first time where the supernatural presence of the episode was not actually a villainous person. Um, you know, because like we said, Penrod was just doing it so that he can try and scare people away from his property so he can, you know, find what rightfully belongs to him mm-hmm. like i'm not mad at penrod like no he, i'm not he does i think right. he, i think he could have just called the police and handled it a little more like an adult but i mean whatever my opinion i guess <laughs> um yeah that's the first time that we see that and there are other times that i can think of throughout you know scooby-doo's history where it does this but it doesn't do it often so i think that that's why i kind of wanted to point out that this is the very first time it ever does happen um which you know it saved it from getting a four from me so yeah um, there's that. Next week, we'll be moving on to an episode from the new Scooby-Doo movies. Notoriously our least favorite series that we review on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, Shannon, you ready to randomize what we'll be watching next week? I guess so. Okay, here we go. Here we go. 
Here is a premise for the episode, again, coming from Scoobypedia. When the gang get pulled over by a local police officer, Don Knotts, they spend the night in the city. But it doesn't take long before the gang find another strange mystery. Ooh. Ooh. Well, guess we have that to look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> in scooby Dooby news, it's not really news in general for Scooby-Doo, but it's actually kind of news for us. Um, this is going to be the very first season on That Groove Scoopcast where we review an episode from the Scooby-Doo Guess Who uh, series that's on the Boomerang app. I'm excited. Yeah? I'm hopeful. Um, because I hate the movies. From what I've seen on social media, I have been seeing positive feedback. So I'm also curious to see what it has in store for us when we do get down to that episode. It won't be for a while, but just so you guys are able to look forward to that when the time comes. Uh, We're really excited. We're giving you another episode this season. (laughs) Um, So if you want to reach out to us about the Haunted House Hang-Up or the Spooky Fog of Juneberry, maybe even your thoughts on Scooby-Doo Guess Who, you can always reach out to us on social media. We are on Twitter, at Groovy Scoopcast, or Facebook, That Groovy Scoopcast. You can also find us on Tumblr at That Groovy Scoopcast, or you can email us at thatgroovyscoopcast at gmail.com. And while you're at it, check out our website, www.thatgroovyscoopcast.com. And if you ever just want to talk to us for some reason, because we're kind of cool people, you can find me on Twitter, at Derek T. Queen. You can also find Shannon on Twitter, at Shanny892, two N's, two Y's. And while you're at it, also feel free to leave us a review on like iTunes or Stitcher. We do really appreciate when we hear that positive feedback from you guys, if it's positive, I guess. But <laughs> um, we do appreciate it, though, either way. And if you guys do leave us a review, let us know and we can send you... Do we still have stickers? We do still have stickers. We'll send you a Planospheric Disc sticker if you do it. Or we'll send you a Scooby Snack. Probably a Planospheric Disc sticker, though. Yeah, the snack will probably be stale by the time you get it. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, we hope that you enjoyed that Groovy Scoopcast. Come back next week for Scooby Snack Fill Time. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.